Hi, and welcome to the podcast channel for Podcast My Business and ContentMadeEasy.com.au. And today we have a special treat <laughs> with Andy from HealthyLollies.com.au. Do you like that one, Andy? I do. Yeah, very, very clever indeed. Well done. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. Why not? Why not? And I really wanted to get you on the show because there, there's so many segments, there's so many markets, and the best way to either start off a market or grow the market is to look for that little segment. So Nestle do that. They have different versions of Kit Kats mm-hmm. and different flavors of Kit Kats and all these sort of things. So for you guys, you are healthy lollies, mm-hmm. but there's a natural confectionery company that claims that they're natural, and we've got to, I know you don't want to just take them on right at the beginning, yeah. But that might be a good entree into the slight difference between you and them or big differences between you and them. Yeah, thank you, Tony. First of all, thank you very much for having me on your fabulous podcast. Um, right in this space, there are a lot of people playing in this space and I always find it quite interesting when you hear the word <coughs> natural, um, always yeah. go to, the, we call it a NIP, the, new intr- the Nutritional Information Panel on the back of a product, um, plus look for a star rating. Um, what that does is enables you to go to the back of the package straight away and go, okay, is this good for me? Is it bad for me? The fact that you might have a five stars we do for the majority of our healthy lollies is a good start. Um, what you won't see in ours versus other products is you won't have any added sugar and you won't have sugar at all. Yeah. Um, so you might see someone saying they are sugar-free but then go into it a little bit more and there might be a little bit of sugar in there. Um, and then um, you might see some numbers and the numbers are the things which um, are artificial flavouring and additives. And again, if you go back to our panel, it makes this difference if everything is natural. So natural food colouring or food colouring which comes with veg- vegetables or fruit, um, natural sweeteners. And the natural sweeteners are such as, such things like xylitol, stevia, and erythritol. So again, those are natural plant-based sweeteners. Yeah, it's interesting, and I'm glad that you got straight into that because mm-hmm. uh, stevia, I know I'm familiar with, and probably a lot of people are, may not quite know that it's natural. But anything with oil on the end, I, I thought was always an artificial thing. Yeah, and and rightly so. To be honest. Um, I feel like a marketer should have labelled these natural plant-based sweeteners versus scientists because if you look at them independently, I only learned about erythritol in the last 12 months and you need to get your mouth run erythritol um, and xylitol has been around for quite a while. They're natural plant-based sweeteners. They come from a plant like xylitol xylitol comes from uh, Mary, it comes from Birchwood. Um, so that's the big difference and I think you're completely right. Your natural reaction is like, they are scientific man-made substitutes for sugar. And of course, there's this horrible um, segment around the artificial sweeteners, which people are definitely moving away from. Um, so yeah, they're natural plant-based sweeteners, which is a xylitol. And there's a lot of um, <clears throat> benefits of using that versus the sugar. Yeah, and it's interesting because I, I read an article just yesterday, there you go, yeah. about artificial, or today was it artificial sweeteners. sweeteners. Now I've got proof how bad they are for you. Yeah, and I look at my mum's generation and I remember growing up and they used to have, and it's called sucral, 
and you put it in and there's that horrible, they put a little dropper, they put a little pill of some sort. That is the man-made sweetener. Um, and you're completely right, steer clear of those if you possibly can. And there's no reason why you should have those anymore because there are natural substitutes like you can get xylitol, you can get stevia, or you can get erythritol. And those are readily available in um, packet, the sugar form in your local supermarket. Mm. Yeah, and I, I, you mentioned on your website about the struggles you had starting up the business because, of course, sugar mm -hmm. is a huge industry. It is. It is literally it, it's a huge industry, yes. If you, for example, um, go to the local supermarket and we've got children and, and hence why that's one of our motivations was around we're health conscious, add children to that, and all of a sudden sugar becomes really high on the agenda because they have sweeter teeth than we do. Um, then you go and look at the lollies in particular because we all love a lolly. Who doesn't love a lolly? And you start to see the amount of sugar in drinks, in yogurts, in cereal and lollies. And we have just focused on those sorts of confectionery because after all, who doesn't love a sweet treat? And so the purpose of our business is making sure that Everyone can still enjoy sweet treats, but knowing that there is an alternative now. So you can have that sweetness, but you don't need to have all the unsavory ingredients with it. Mm. Okay. So you came about a little bit differently. I mean, you've got kids that you test. Aren't you so nice that you test the lollies <laughs> on them? And if they, they, they come through me first, though. I just want to say that everything comes through me first because I am the um, founder and chief Yumologist. That is my official title and nothing goes through the business until it's come through me because I was brought up with so many lollies and I still have a very, very sweet tooth. But I am very fortunate to have two very, very harsh taste testers, our two boys. Um, mm. And obviously they're in heaven because mum and dad have a uh, confectionery business. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So looking at some of the things that you, you mentioned on your website about and we're talking about sugar-free being healthy and so forth. But it's good for diabetics and others as well. Yeah. So how does that work? So diabetics, um, you, they, they try to avoid the sugar, basically. So mm. they don't want a lot of sugar in their diet because they need to manage their um, sugar levels, glucose sugar levels. Um, and so the majority of our customers or those ones I get to talk to, um, sadly, they are diabetic or uh, their children have developed diabetes. Um, and so therefore they've come and they've found us and they're so grateful when they've found us for the fact that their child, for example, um, one in particular I spoke to recently and her child can now go to a party or have a party and feel normal per se, as she puts it, because the children, she can sit there and the others actually enjoy what she has now. So with these beautiful lollipops, I've got a couple up behind me there. Um, we have the lollipops and we have the hard lollies, we have the soft toffees and we have gummy bears. Everything in moderation. That's the only thing we're talking about. Oh, xylitol. No, no, I'm sorry, the stevia, the xylitol and the erythritol. The only thing is you shouldn't overindulge. I mean, you shouldn't be overindulging if you can anyway, because too much sugar, you just start to feel quite sickly. Um, mm. But you shouldn't overindulge in any kind of sweet treat, whether they're natural or not. Um, but anyway, so the kids now at a party, and even in the party bags, the parents are able to put a lollipop or two or three in there and actually feel good about it. So realizing that they're like, well, there's no sugar. And I didn't mention before that the Dr. John's Healthy Sweets range, they actually have vitamin C and fiber as well. So if you're struggling to get vitamin C and fiber, um, there's a, you can just get a little bit more in a lollipop so you feel good about it. So yes, I go back to your question around diabetes. A, a large portion of our 
uh, clientele now um, have diabetes or know someone is impacted by diabetes. Mm. So, hang on, so your trick is that like the trick where you bury carrots and tomato oh. in spaghetti bolognese? <laughs> that reminds me. Uh, I digress slightly, but um, our son now, who is a huge fan of our <coughs> lollipop ranges, I remember those days where you had the fish fingers and we had to stuff peas literally down the back of the fish fingers or down in a pasta tube. So yes, I remember those. But no, you just because the kids, the kids don't really care. Like they are. There's a lollipop. I want a lollipop, and it tastes really good. Um, the range we've just got in now, Zollipop. Um, Zollipop, that's the number one selling sugar-free lollipop in America. And fortunately, we're fortunate enough to get that range in here now. And um, the kids, I, I, I challenge anyone now, whether it's the lollipop or the lollipop, to try them because you honestly can't tell they're not sugar. You just can't tell. I might buy, so you might have to try them, Tony. I'm just going to have to send, send you out something you can tell me. <laughs> I've got a sweet tooth like everybody else, I guess, or yeah. a moderate sweet tooth. Yeah. But it's an interesting story, The and we were talking about this just before we came on, mm-hmm. um, that the lollipops came about from an eight-year-old child yes. asking her dad to create some lollipops, or why aren't they good lollipops rather than the bad ones in the bank yes. that she was getting for free. So that's pretty good. Yeah, so there's the that's the that's the Zollipop ones you just mentioned, and this is her face right now. There, Alina, she's now uh, 16. Um, with the Zollipops range, you're completely right. Um, at the ripe old age, I think she was eight. You know, she, I think it was a bank teller actually offered her a lollipop, and she's like, oh no, I I shouldn't have that. It's a bad lollipop. And there became this, you know, Dad, I want to create a lollipop which yeah. is actually good for you. In their case, um, it's about clean teeth. So um, mm. the benefits, because of the natural plant-based sweeteners in there, what they do is they actually help to reduce the acid or the pH levels in your mouth, which reduce the acid. The acid is what we call the tooth poop. That is what causes plaque. Um, so yes, she is a superstar, kidpreneur, incredible story. She's now 16 and has this empire of um, sugar-free lollipops. The other brand um, is the Dr. John's Healthy Sweets, and that's actually created by a dentist. And his um, whole mission was there had to be there has to be a better way. So he developed the Dr. John's Healthy Sweets range, knowing that the children he was that were coming to see him, he could give them a better alternative to all the sugar-full confectionery that they were consuming. So mm. it's a beautiful story either way. Yeah. And we've got to edit this. Okay. So actually, perfect timing. So what I was talking about is distribution. Mm. So apart from your website, are you looking at the channel? We are. Um, our little old thing, COVID, came along last year when we launched. And so our our business plan had to change really quickly. The, the original plan was to go wholesale and to get into farmies, pharmacies and um, supermarkets, probably more independent ones, IGAs. Um, and because freight in that time, if you were watching what's going on, is it's our freight since then is 5x. And so the margins we've made have just, we're, we're going to make, we're trying to make, we're obliterated. So we've really had to change how we distribute or go to market. Um, we have always had our website, healthylollies.com.au. Um, that has always, always been there and that is direct to consumer. Um, and we do have business coming through there. Um, we do, um, if you come around on the northern beaches of um, Sydney, you will see our healthy lollies um, sitting on quite a few counters and lots of activity centres are starting to pick it up as our dentists which is really, really positive. Mm. 
funny she mentioned Northern Beaches. I'm on the lower North Shore in Lane Cove. Okay, so not far away. <laughs> not far away. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's cool. So now you say that you started this business, what was it, like 12 months ago? About 12 months ago it is, yeah. And I was mm. always, it was, a, it was a side hustle for a while. And in that mm. time, because I was working full time in a uh, full on senior marketing role, uh, working with small businesses actually. And uh, so it was about, we say it's about 12 months. We're just inside that 12 month uh, mark actually. Mm. So have you got any tips for anybody about to start a business? I do, I do. I, there are so many things I could share, but I, I've whittled it down to three, three of them. Um, the first one is, this actually is a fourth one, it's additional, it's just breathe. I'm totally serious. Just take a breath and breathe because yeah. it is not for the faint-hearted running a small business and starting from scratch. Um, and so in all seriousness, I have um, three things. Um, the first thing for me would be um, the research component. So researching to make sure that there is actually a demand for your product or service. Um, that is absolutely key and I don't mean testing that with mum and dad and your friends because that's not going to stand up. Um, the other component is researching your competitors, who's doing what and what space and is there a space that you can fill or is there something you could do a lot better. Um, and then the other one is uh, third thing for me, so firstly it was research, the second one is knowing your numbers and the third one is around focus. Um, my saviour is a product called Trello. Um, I don't know if you've heard, yep, Tony Trello. Um, I, I, I just absolutely love this product. In, in, in my world and my day and in everyone's days, you, there is so much going on. And I, when I have that moment of, like, oh, it's overwhelming, I go back to Trello and it focuses me. So every night and every morning, I add things to it and I have all these different lists going on. But one of them is must do. And on that list are the things that must absolutely be done that day. I don't always clear it as I should, yeah. but um, that provides absolute focus. So just have some really cool tools. Uh, cool tools, tools you can uh, rely on and just keep you grounded. So those are the three mm. things. Mm. Yeah, you're right. you've got to be organised. I use Trello and I just put things straight into the calendar. Yeah, yeah, that's a good tip. By the way, you you've got to put it somewhere. It has to exist. If it doesn't, if it's not anywhere, <laughs> if it doesn't get done. Yeah. And then people go, well, why is that not done? And you go, well... Mm, it was in my head and I forgot and I got distracted. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for that, Andy. I, I guess we had a little bit of a, a glitch, but these things do happen. Mm -hmm. um, anything else you'd like to add? Um, I'm sad our time's up to be completely honest. I just I just want to add the, the why. Why are we doing this? Um, and what it comes down to is a real genuine desire to make sure that everyone can get a sweet treat. So making sure that anyone with a special dietary requirement can come to us and make sure that they can enjoy a sweet treat because after all, who doesn't like a sweet treat?